Pray with me. Gracious Heavenly Father, give us hearts that see you as that, our gracious Heavenly Father, because then we will continually be thankful for all the things you have done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Did you get one of these on the way in? One of my favorite psalms, because I think God is trying to tell us something about Himself. Repeat after me. His love endures forever. All right, I think you got it. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. To Him alone who does great wonders, who by His understanding made the heavens, who spread out on the earth upon the waters, His love endures for, who made the great lights, the sun to govern the day, the moon and stars to govern the night, to Him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt and brought Israel out from among them. With a muddy hand and an outstretched arm. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder. And brought Israel through the midst of it. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. To him who led his people through the wilderness. To him who struck down great kings. And killed mighty kings. Sihon, king of the Amorites. And Og, king of Bashan, and gave their land as an inheritance, an inheritance to his servant Israel. He remembered us in our lowest state and freed us from our enemies. He gives food to every creature. His love endures for. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. That's a long psalm, right? There are plenty of short psalms. That one's not. Do you think God is trying to tell us something? I won't ask what, right? That's the, the obvious question, right? His love endures forever. Now, I wanted you to be able to look at it to see... As the psalm goes on, what are the things that we're thanking God's people are th- at the writer? What are they thanking God for? What are, what are the events? What are the things going on where after every f- verse, every phrase, he says, his love endures forever? What do you see there in the first f- verses? There's 26. There's a lot there. What are all the things God's being praised for and, th- and saying about his love endures forever? What do you see? Creation. Yeah. The first nine verses really have to do with creation. Give thanks to the Lord for He is good, yes. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. And then, to Him who alone does great wonders, who by His understanding made the heavens, spread the earth on the waters, who made the great... Verse 7 is a monumental verse in the ancient world. We go through it now and don't realize it. Almost every other, probably every other ancient Near Eastern religion says that the great lights are gods. 
the sun, the moon. The all. And so when you get to Genesis and it says, no, God created. So they're praising God saying, no, no, no. God made the great lights, the sun to govern, the moon to govern the night. They answer to God. They're not their own gods. Because, why? His love endures forever, right? Yeah, creation, God, everything you see. Have you been to a botanical garden and seen all the weird plants and thought, that's in God's brain, right? Have you been to a a zoo and seen some, I mean, there's some weird stuff in the ocean. That's in God, that's our creative God because His love endures forever. What else do you see? The story continues. First, it's, there's a lot in creation. God created all things, including humanity in His image because His love endures forever. What else do you see in there? Yeah, I heard back here too. Same thing? Yeah, deliverance. Yes. And that begins around verse 10. Deliverance from Egypt. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, his love endures forever. Brought Israel about them, from, from them with a mighty hand, outstretched arm, telling their story. This was the story of God's people. And what was their story? They were, we were slaves in Egypt, and God, by His graciousness, brought us out. God defeated Egypt, who believed the sun and the moon were gods, had gods, defeated the Egyptian gods, defeated Pharaoh, brought them out. And then just brings them out and leaves them, plops them. No, brings them through the Red Sea. That's verse 15. And then after that, led them through the wilderness. Doesn't even leave them there. Why? Because, you got it, right? His love endures forever. And then he struck down great kings and killed mighty kings. Who are those guys, right? Sion and Og. and Who are those people? Look up Numbers 21 if you want to know who they are. On their way up to the promised land, there's two, there are two kings that got in the way of God leading his people. Uh, Sion, uh, they, they said, hey, can we, Mr. Uh, king Sion, can we pass around? We won't even drink from your wells. We'll just pass around. We're, we're on our way up to the land. God has promises up here. We just want to pass through your land. You know, we'll stay on the road. We won't even step off. No. Attacks him. Don't attack God if he says you're supposed to go through. So bad things happen to him. Same thing with Og, king of He went came after them again, and then God gave them their land as an inheritance, an inheritance of his servant Israel. He remembered us, and he freed us from our enemies. Why does God do all this? His love endures forever. So this psalm goes through, in some ways, point by point, the story of God's relationship to his people, creating, and then saving Saving them mightily from Egypt. Why at every point? Because his love endures forever. His love endures forever. And what I find even more remarkable is that they, we are singing and God's people are singing, his love endures forever even through the hard parts. Was Egypt, living in Egypt for hundreds of years, a high point in their life? No. And they were still able to say, his love endures forever. They cried out to God for hundreds of years, and God finally comes and rescued. There were hard, there were hard years, decades, centuries there, and that they were still able to say later, His love endures forever.
How about when they're in the wilderness? Is that easy as pumpkin pie? No. Many of them distrusted God in the wilderness. Where are you? Have you abandoned us? And yet they're still able to say He led us in the wilderness because His love endures forever. What about you? Are you able to look at your story as a child of God and through all the details of your life, are you able to say, His love endures forever? Are you able to do that? Are you able to say, you know what, I was born on December 10th, 1981, His love endures forever. I was baptized on December 20th, 1981, His love endures forever. Are you able to do that? And then go and say, uh, creation, you know, the first part of the psalm, what has God given to you? What has God graciously given to you? And how has God protected you and cared for you? And you can say, His love endures forever. And how has God saved you? On the cross, most certainly, that, that's, our, that's our exodus. That's our coming out of Egypt. Is Jesus dying and rising for us? Absolutely. But God has saved me from more than that. There are many even things of my life where I look back and say, God, thank you for protecting me from making that bad decision I was going to make. God has saved me from many things. And I say, wow, His love endures forever. Can you look at even the hard stuff in your life and the hard seasons and still say, His love endures forever? So on the back... I'm going to take that with you. It's basically what, I, what we've talked through. But tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Take it with you. Think about it. Maybe have a conversation at the table or sometime tomorrow and, and say, what's my, what's your Psalm 136? What is your story of God creating you, sustaining you, redeeming you, and saving you? What are those details? And at every point can you say, his love endures forever.